Let's start with a brief summary. This article written by Paul Graham in 2010 explores the reasons why startups use more convertible notes from angel investors. Graham points out that convertible notes speed up transactions by making it easier for startups to offer different prices to different investors and solve deadlocks among investors. He also suggests a model where startups do not have to decide in advance how much money they will raise. This way, he says, they will gain flexibility to react according to investors' responses. Graham also questions how this high-resolution fundraising approach will affect the investor world. Before we dive in, I want to share a quick note about how this podcast is created. As you've probably noticed, this podcast isn't voiced by a human, but by artificial intelligence. I'm obligated to inform you of this beforehand due to the rules of AI services. This podcast is made possible by our sponsor, Wope.com, an AI startup that combines content marketing with artificial intelligence to significantly boost traffic and revenue of your startups. For all the latest content, be sure to follow me at x.com slash Now let's turn our attention back to the essay. Can Advanced Strategies for High-Resolution Fundraising. Original title, High-Resolution Fundraising. Date, September 2010. The reason startups have been using Converter.com Paul status last 22391193 in angel rounds is that they make deals close faster. By making it easier for startups to give different prices to different investors, they help them break the sort of deadlock that happens when investors all wait to see who else is going to invest. By far the biggest influence on investors' opinions of a startup is the opinion of other investors. There are very, very few who simply decide for themselves. Any startup founder can tell you the most common question they hear from investors is not about the founders or the product, but who else is investing? That tends to produce deadlocks. Raising an old-fashioned fixed-size equity round can take weeks because all the angels sit around waiting for the others to commit, like competitors in a bicycle sprint who deliberately ride slowly at the start so they can follow whoever breaks first. Convertible notes let startups beat such deadlocks by rewarding investors willing to move first with lower effective valuations, which they deserve because they're taking more risk. It's much safer to invest in a startup Ron Conway has already invested in. Someone who comes after him should pay a higher price. The reason convertible notes allow more flexibility in price is that valuation caps aren't actual valuations and notes are cheap and easy to do. So you can do high-resolution fundraising. If you wanted, you could have a separate note with a different cap for each investor. That cap need not simply rise monotonically. A startup could also give better deals to investors they expected to help them most. The point is simply that different investors, whether because of the help they offer or their willingness to commit, have different values for startups, and their terms should reflect that. Different terms for different investors is clearly the way of the future. Markets always evolve toward higher resolution. You may not need to use convertible notes to do it. With sufficiently lightweight standardized equity terms and some changes in investors' and lawyers' expectations about equity rounds, you might be able to do the same thing with equity instead of debt. Either would be fine with startups, so long as they can easily change their valuation. Deadlocks weren't the only problem with fixed-size equity rounds. 
Another was that startups had to decide in advance how much to raise. I think it's a mistake for a startup to fix upon a specific number. If investors are easily convinced, the startup should raise more now. And if investors are skeptical, the startup should take a smaller amount and use that to get the company to the point where it's more convincing. It's just not reasonable to expect startups to pick an optimal round size in advance because that depends on the reactions of investors and those are impossible to predict. Fixed size multi-investor angel rounds are such a bad idea for startups that one wonders why things were ever done that way. One possibility is that this custom reflects the way investors like to collude when they can get away with it. But I think the actual explanation is less sinister. I think angels and their lawyers organized rounds this way in unthinking imitation of VC Series A rounds. In a Series A, a fixed-size equity round with a lead makes sense because there is usually just one big investor who is unequivocally the lead. Fixed-size Series A rounds already are high res, but the more investors you have in a round, the less sense it makes for everyone to get the same price. The most interesting question here may be what high-res fundraising will do to the world of investors. Bolder investors will now get rewarded with lower prices. But more important, in a hits-driven business, is that they'll be able to get into the deals they want, whereas the who-else-is-investing type of investors will not only pay higher prices, but may not be able to get into the best deals at all. Thanks. To Imada Kund, Sam Altman, John Bautista, Pete Kuman, Jessica Livingston, Dan Siriker, Harj Tagar, and Fred Wilson for reading drafts of this.